Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Monday, September the 30th, 2019. Hi, I'm Tom Campbell, and this is your Cultaholic Daily News Podcast. Back after a week off and ready for a brand new era in wrestling. What a time to be a wrestling fan. Uh, There's so much going on this week. And I think for every week, forever now. And we'll dig into it here on the podcast this morning. Maybe, maybe AEW have themselves a big surprise planned for Wednesday night. I'll tell you who that might be in just a second. There's some real unrest as well ahead of tonight's Raw season premiere in one particular department. And I'll tell you why and who and where in a second. And a former UFC champion could be signing a big wrestling deal soon. By the end of the podcast, you will know who that is. A lot of speculation that AEW are planning themselves a Lex Luger on Nitro moment for Wednesday night. This is, of course, if you're not an old wrestling fan like I am, this was the moment that Lex Luger turned up on Monday Nitro, the very first episode, and all the commentators went, isn't he, isn't he a WWF guy? They want something like that for Wednesday night. And according to Sports Illustrated, the guy that's going to provide that Lex Luger moment could possibly be former world heavyweight champion Jack Swagger. Now, Swagger is a, an independent, independent worker at the moment. So if he wanted to turn up on AEW, he absolutely could. He was part of WWE from 2008 to 2017, former ECW champion, former... US champion, former world heavyweight champion, former Money in the Bank winner. He's got the credentials. He left in 2017. He was really unhappy with his position in the company. And on Chael Sonnen's podcast, he said, I've asked for my release from WWE. And as soon as that podcast went out, he was granted it. So that was good timing, wasn't it? Uh, Spent some time working on the independent scene. Uh, He popped up at places like House of Hardcore, Lucha Underground, Five Star Wrestling, of course. And in that time, he he got into MMA and was doing some stuff with Bellator, has a 2-0 win-loss record at the moment. So he's, he's very much proving himself to be a tougher when it comes to mixed martial arts. Sports Illustrated believe that that has crossover appeal with AEW, the idea of bringing in a wrestler who can also mix it up in MMA, just adds a little extra wrinkle to, to a new signing. If AEW are indeed looking for a Lex Luger on Nitro moment... 
they may get one from Jack Swagger. Of course, we'll all find out together on Wednesday night when AEW Dynamite finally makes its debut and the Wednesday Night Wars officially begin. Tonight, we see the season premiere of Monday Night Raw. We're getting a new set. We're getting a new stage. We're getting Pyro back. And we're getting a brand new announced team as well as Vic Joseph, Dio Madden, and Jerry the King Lawler become the new three-team broadcast table for Monday night. Vic Joseph, who joins an illustrious lineup of former lead Raw announcers, guys like Vince McMahon, Jim Ross, and Michael Cole. Dio Madden, still relatively new to the commentary table, but has impressed enough people on 205 Live to, to get to this point very quickly. And the, the interesting choice here is Jerry the King Lawler. Now, this was added very, very late in the day. Jerry Lawler got the phone call, I believe, just a couple of days ago, asking if he fancied going back on the road again and doing Monday Night Raw for as long as he wanted. And Jerry Lawler was up for it. Vince McMahon is the guy that got this particular wheel in motion. Vince McMahon was reportedly unhappy with having Vic Joseph and Dio Madden as the commentators for Monday Night Raw. He doesn't believe they have the relative experience to do that show. So the compromise was to have Jerry Lawler joining them and making it a three-man team. Obviously, Lawler has that voice and that experience. And well add a little bit of depth to that team as far as Vince McMahon is concerned. However, this has caused some unrest with Paul Heyman, the Raw Executive Director, who doesn't want Jerry the King Lawler as part of his announced team. Jerry Lawler, as uh, no, there's no legit beef between Lawler and Paul Heyman at this time, but Paul Heyman has always had a vision and an eye for the future. And if they were going to bring in, according to Dave Meltzer on Wrestling Observer Radio, if they were going to bring in a new third voice for the commentary position, it would have likely been someone like Nigel McGuinness. Paul Heyman has very much had an eye on McGuinness for a while. So Paul's a bit unhappy that Jerry Lawler's there. Uh, Vince McMahon is slightly more placated because he's not particularly happy about Vic Joseph and Dio Madden being on the Monday Night Show so quickly. How all these three will gel We'll wait. To, well, we'll find out tonight when when Raw goes live. Uh, it could be a car crash, or it could work perfectly fine, and they have a great time. See, this you've missed this cheery optimism while I've been away, haven't you? You know you have. <laughs> been a lot of talk over the last few days about UK indie promotion Southside Wrestling. And I'm going to try and unravel some of this for you now. So Southside has been a part of the UK indie scene for about nine years. And Anybody who's everybody has at some point come through Southside Wrestling. They're calling it a day and they are merging with Rev Pro Wrestling. Southside are doing their farewell show and they've invited back a lot of uh, alumni to be a part of it. Some of those alumni part of NXT UK now. Guys like Joseph Connors and El Ligero were going to be a part of Southside's final show. That was until WWE pulled all NXT UK talent from that show, which of course included El Ligero, Joseph Connors, and Ilya Dragunov. Now, we didn't know the reason as to why this happened, and we do believe we have it now as a result of sources close to PW Insider. And the reason is RevPro. So this is the company that is that is absorbing Southside. Now, initially it was believed 
that WWE had issue with RevPro because RevPro have contacts and connections with New Japan Pro Wrestling. Whenever New Japan does a tour stateside or in the UK, normally RevPro are associated in some way. So WWE didn't want anything to do with anyone who had anything to do with New Japan. That was the belief. But according to sources close to PW Insider, this actually stems from the Aaron Wilde case from a few weeks ago. Aaron Wilde is a former referee from RevPro who was attacked at ringside by Josh Bowden in an unplanned moment at the end of a match. Now, Wilde went public with his story a week later and RevPro published an official statement apologising to Wilde and taking action against those involved. They also put... Uh, they also put things in place to stop anything like that from happening again. Now, the whole incident, according to sources close to PW Insider, has concerned WWE so much that they didn't want to associate with RevPro and consequently, Southside Wrestling. And that is why the talent was pulled. Believe what you will, believe what you will. This is, according to sources, exactly what went down. AEW did come to the rescue of Southside because none of this is Southside's fault. They're just sort of caught in crossfire at this point. So AEW stepped in, very much like knights in shining armor here. This was a great PR stunt for All Elite Wrestling. They have filled the void left by WWE talent with the MJF, Sean Spears, and Cody and Brandy Rhodes. So they will all be peering at Southside's final show when it comes to a head for them after nine amazing years. The Colcabana CM Punk lawsuit, according to Circuit Court of Cook County, has been dismissed. Now, court documents show that Scott Colcabana Colton and Phil CM Punk Brooks made a joint filing for dismissal just a few days ago. This has been the culmination of a messy few years for former best friends Colt Cabana and CM Punk. And it all started back in November 2014 when CM Punk went on to Colt Cabana's podcast to air his grievances with WWE, namely their medical staff and a gentleman by the name of Dr. Chris Arman. Uh, this led to Dr. Chris Aman suing CM Punk and Colt Cabana for defamation of character. However, the defendants actually won that case. But there is further story from this because CM Punk apparently sent a text to Colt Cabana saying that he would cover all of Colt's legal fees in this lawsuit with Chris Aman. That didn't happen. So Colt Cabana ended up suing CM Punk for damages to get the money back that he lost in this lawsuit. CM Punk responded by countersuing CM Punk to get money that he believes he was owed for the lawsuit. Money that Colt Cabana says CM Punk was going to pay. It's a, it's a weird ball of legal yarn to unravel this one. County Judge Daniel Kubiask resided on the case and said, this course of action has been fully compromised and settled and the parties have stipulated and agreed to the dismissal of the complaint with prejudice. And the court further finds that all costs have been paid. The, the big part of this is it's a real sad end of a friendship. The, like money has ripped these two guys apart. But I'm hoping now, with the court case done, that Cole Cabana and CM Punk can carry on with their lives. There is some further, further rumour and innuendo that this has all come to an end in the same sort of couple of days that CM Punk was reportedly in talks with WWE. Whether that's connected... Hey... Speculation forever. Being reported by Wrestling Inc. that the Usos are making their WWE returns this Friday night 
for SmackDown's premiere on Fox. Their last appearance was back in July, just a couple of days after Jimmy Uso was arrested for driving under the influence. Uh, They missed a few weeks because as a result of Jimmy's conviction, they couldn't go to Canada where WWE were uh, basing themselves for live events and such. And then they just never went back on TV. They were sort of inactive waiting for an opportunity to come back on and it looks like they're back from this Friday as part of Smackdown on Fox and that that's going to be a packed out show also on that show uh, about a, a litany of Hall of Famers and legends will be there and Brock Lesnar will challenge Kofi Kingston for the WWE Championship it's going to be a big night on Friday night incidentally if you live in New York I have seen a video of a wrestling ring being constructed near Times Square. I'm sure that's something to do with WWE. And finally, former UFC heavyweight champion Kane Velasquez. It's been surprising a lot of people. Made his wrestling debut at AAA Triple Mania a few months back, and whoa, didn't know he had that in him. He was doing hurricane runners and leapfrogs and arm drags. He was amazing. Caught the eye of WWE and of AEW, unsurprisingly. And talks between Velasquez and both sides have now officially begun. Velasquez has some previous with WWE. It was reported on July 19th last year that he was training at the Performance Center. And he was backstage uh, at an NXT television show the following night as well. Also... WWF previous with former UFC champions, guys like Brock Lesnar and Ronda Rousey. Did quite well under WWE. I'm sure Kane would be a good fit there. Potentially Kane versus Brock Lesnar. A dream rematch in WWE could be a thing. There is one minor sticking point. Dave Meltzer touched on this on Wrestling Observer Radio. He said his contract with UFC does allow him to do pro wrestling in Mexico. But there is some holdup as far as the United States market goes. You see, what's what Dave reported here is that uh, AAA have a show in San Jose, California. And... Kane Velasquez was prohibited from doing any physical activity at that show, despite the fact that he has been in Mexico doing hurricanes and planchers and leapfrogs. And he's, you know, he's just been like a, a, a luchador dream everywhere else, but no physical activity across the border in the United States. And uh, whether or not that remains as a, a part of his UFC deal will be seen, whether or not he leaves UFC and takes up a deal with WWE or AEW, that's waiting to be seen as well. It is a very interesting time to be a wrestling fan, is it not? That'll do it for the Cultaholic Daily News podcast. Thank you for bearing with me as I took a week off last week. Very selfish. Got back in time for the start of a crazy new era in professional wrestling. We've had a shake-up here at Cultaholic as well to accommodate all the new stuff that is coming our way and your way as well. We want to make sure that we're on top of all of it. There is a new teacher lineup for graded. See it as the beginning of a new term for teaching in Graded, as Adam Pacitti will be taking over Monday Night Raw. Jack the Jobber will be taking over AEW Dynamite. I will be taking over NXT. And Sam Driver has got the Saturday short straw. And he is going to be doing Friday Night Smackdown Graded every Saturday on the Cultaholic YouTube channel. And Ross is going to become the hardest working man in YouTube as he'll be providing WTF moments, not only for every single pay-per-view in wrestling, but also for Raw, for SmackDown, and for AEW Dynamite. A lot of work for one man 
He is the gift that we do not deserve. Thank you for downloading the podcast. This is back every single day now, as you could hopefully tell. And uh, all the usual podcast stuff will start to get back in motion as well this week. I'm talking a brand new episode of the Cultaholic Classic Smackdown review with myself and Matthew Gregg. Brand new Cultaholic Classic Raw review with Justin Henry. Uh, Wrestling Curiosities is back on Sunday as well. Desert Island Graps will return next week with some oh incredible new guests that I cannot wait to share with you. And you know what? Loads of other good stuff as well. What a time to be a wrestling fan. I will speak to you tomorrow. Don't forget to join us. I love you. Bye. 